0: Hey, everyone. This is Shauna East. Thanks for joining me. This is the Day 15 podcast, um, which I'm doing, you know, a couple times a week along with my daily blog, also called Day 15, uh, which I started on the 15th day of my shelter in place due to the coronavirus pandemic. Um, I'm now on Day 24. And we're going to focus today talking about the Bernie movement. And, you know, Bernie Sanders dropped out of the presidential race today. And a lot of folks uh, who I've worked with over the years are crestfallen and coping with, you know, what do we do next and how do we feel about this and just processing it. One good thing is I've heard from people today. So that was good. Um, For those of you who don't know, I have been a part of the Bernie movement or whatever you want to call it since day one. Um, I was a part of this group called People for Bernie that started in early 2015 to uh, support Bernie on the grassroots level. Um, basically, when a presidential campaign, especially a progressive campaign gets started, they have very little infrastructure in any of the states to be able to get the word out. So we, we a group of folks from DSA, PDA, Progressive Democrats of America, some, you know, rank and file union folks, people who had previously been a part of the Occupy movement. So there were individuals from all these groups that came together and we, um, you know, started campaigning for Bernie even before he announced we were all in Vermont on the day of his campaign kickoff in May of 2015, which was, I'll never forget it, um, just a, a amazing moment, um, such a historic moment to hear a presidential candidate talking about a lot of the issues that regular working folks face in this country. I had never heard anything like that before. Um, it was very moving. And basically, I've never stopped. Um, you know, I was active before Bernie, but I really, like, threw everything into my activism at that point and have been, you know, going and going and going. And I think that's really what, what people don't, who aren't a part of this movement don't understand is that it's not just about Bernie. Um, it's really about all of us. Like when he says, not me, us, that's his been his kind of campaign slogan this time around. You know, he really does mean it. It's, it's not just him. It's not about him uh, as a candidate, as a person. He's a flawed person, just like any other politician. But it's really like the first time in my lifetime, just millions and millions and millions of people got and we're encouraged to run for office. Many of them hold office now. Like we have, I believe six, uh, six folks who were moved to run for alderman in Chicago here, uh, by the Bernie movement and won. So, you know, there's people actually in power, like AOC, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, all these folks who are inspired, uh, to run and who are actually, you know, fully active in the political process now, along with millions and millions on the grassroots level. So I think that's what's really been unique about this movement. And I hope we'll find ways to keep active and keep um, going moving forward. I think it's just about sort of corralling the the folks who have done work and all of the momentum into various groups and, or- and organizations. So there's you know, of course, DSA, which I'm a member of, um, Democratic Socialists of America. Um, So, or there's going to be like local IPOs, which stands for um, independent political organization. So it's just important for us to sort of for those people who aren't already involved in those groups to sort of like steer them in that direction and keep going. Cause the problem is with political campaigns that, you know, a lot of times people feel extremely passionate about a candidate. They put their all into campaigning for the person. And then once the campaign's over, like very few campaigns have continued and like, built an organization or built a long-lasting movement from that campaign infrastructure. There's like Democracy for America, which came out of Howard Dean's campaign years ago when he was supposedly progressive. Um but there's a lot of local chapters that are really good. I'm a member of Northside Democracy for America here in Chicago. Um, um yeah, so our revolution came out of Bernie's campaign, which I, you know, have my own issues with our revolution. But so, so yeah, I just want to encourage people to, to stay optimistic and just sort of like take a rest for a minute, give yourself a chance to regroup, you know, thank yourself for all of the effort that you've put in. um, And just like, you know, if you need to mourn and grieve over this loss, then go right ahead. It's, a, you know, but let's just um stay together and like keep communicating and brainstorming ways that we can like keep this movement and keep all these various organizations sort of working together and not in their separate silos. Um, but I got a lot of messages from you guys today on my anchor site. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to take time to hear from you because I've been asking folks to do this. And today was a day that I got a lot of recordings. So I want to spend the rest of the time um, sort of hearing from people and responding to what what they all are saying. So first up, let's hear from Jose Raquena, who left a message uh, just a little while ago.
1: Bernie Sanders is
2: the only national leadership that we have at this time during this pandemic that is wiping out whole families at a time. And um you know, I think that it was a, I think that what he's doing now suspending his campaign um is maybe the right move. Um, I do think it's the right time. I don't think that him doing it any earlier was going to be good. Um, I think that after Wisconsin, we've seen the failures of leadership um, exemplified in the Trump administration, but of course, in the Democratic Party in their in their chosen candidate and the way they run cities and states and all of it. After Wisconsin, the failures of this country are so apparent. Um, Bernie doesn't have to run to win. I think his arguments already won.
0: Thanks for that, Jose. Yeah, I I totally agree that Bernie has really shown such leadership in recent weeks um, by using his platform to talk about policies that can impact, directly impact folks struggling with the coronavirus pandemic right now. Obviously, Medicare for All now more than ever, we know that people need to be able to go to the doctor no matter how much money they have that they won't have to pay copays, co-insurance, worry about going bankrupt because they're sick. So yeah, I really thank Bernie for his leadership during this time. Um, let's hear from Sarah McGuire.
1: I'm just so sorry for all of us. Um, my name's Sarah McGuire. I'm in Rogers Park. I'm the mom of two, and um, I was hoping that we would have some real leadership and real change, but I'm not sure what's going to happen now. Of course, I am going to vote for anyone who is against Trump. So um, Biden was the least of my choices, but um, that's where we're at now.
0: Thanks for that, Sarah. Yeah, some I sense your mourning. Uh, definitely feel the same way. Um And I imagine we'll hear from others who are feeling that way. Let's hear from Kenzo Shibata next.
2: Hi, this is Kenzo Shibata. I'm a Chicago public school teacher and the host of the Class Time podcast. And I'm pretty devastated. Uh, I was preparing for the moment when Bernie was going to drop out, uh, but I was not prepared for the moment i um, feeling pretty bummed out because I, I feel like the Democratic Party was basically allowing people to die um, to force Bernie's hand to drop out because I knew that Biden wasn't going to do that. But I'm fully confident that we can keep this movement going. Um, you know, our coalition in 2020 was much bigger than the coalition in 2016, much more diverse um, in every way possible. So I'm confident that we're going to be able to move mountains um, in the coming years And um, Bernie's still going to be there with us, um, just not as president. And um, that's fine because uh, like he said, not me, us, it's, it's us, uh, it's up to us now. And um, I'm feeling pretty optimistic.
0: Optimistic. Thank you, Kenzo. Thank you so much for leaving a message. Um, Sorry about the background noise. There must've been somewhere you were at. Um, Let's hear from Carl Gilbertson next.
3: Hi my name is Carl I'm a uh, Bernie supporter from Chicago um, right now what I'm feeling is mostly disappointment um, even though I kind of felt like this was coming for a while to actually see it happen has been pretty upsetting but um, ideally what i what I feel and what I think will persist is that I feel like the entire uh, mainstream democratic project has been about lowering people's expectations um, and I really think that Sanders, uh, by getting as far as he has, has really raised people's expectations. And it's going to be a harder fight maybe than I thought in uh, late January when I was in Iowa. But um, people are not, you can't put this back in the bottle. Um, People are are tired of the shit and uh, things are going to change. Might be too difficult uh, or might be very difficult at first, but uh, it's going to happen.
0: Thanks, Carl. A little righteous indignation there. Um yeah, and thanks. Uh I remember you going to Iowa, so thanks for that. Let's see, who can we call in next? Uh we have a message from Terry Gidwitz. Let's hear what Terry has to say. She's a super duper volunteer and delegate candidate here in Chicago. Hey Shauna, it's Terry. Um I'm feeling heartbroken while my brain understands why Bernie did what he did. I don't know how we get past a Trump re-election, I'm really worried
1: about it. Um, I'm, I don't know anybody excited by Biden, um,
0: and he's been so unwilling to listen to the issues that are resonating with the non-GOP voting voters right now. Um, and uh, it's just one more day of sadness
1: that uh, we're having to contend with now. Um, so yeah, I'm disappointed. And I'm not feeling particularly optimistic about the future. I hate to say it. Uh, good luck with the podcast. I see I'm running
3: out of time. Bye.
0: Thank you, Terry. It's okay to not feel optimistic right now. I think a lot of us are struggling. Um, it's just a really dark time. A lot of people are scared. People are confused. Um... People are scared of whether Biden can win. I totally get that. So no need to apologize. Um, I think we'll get through it somehow. Let's hear from Aaron James next.
3: I don't ever remember feeling this sad. Just my heart is breaking. Trump is going to get it again and the whole world will suffer. I'm so, so sorry for us all thank you bernie we love you
0: thank you aaron thanks for calling in um we have a message here from steve searles
3: my name is steve searles i've been a Sanders supporter since 2015. very upset that uh bernie dropped out still intend to vote for him in new york primary i will uh, never again vote for any democrat in the state of New York because of what the Democratic Party did to Bernie. They sabotaged his campaign, the cooperation of a biased media. Uh, he's the only candidate who was pushing for real reform, Medicare for all, New, new Green Deal, Fight for 15, Free Tuition, etc. So, screw you Democrats, you lost me forever. And uh, it's your own fault. So bye.
0: Thanks Steve. Oh, it hurts to hear how mad and upset you are and I totally understand why and and that's your choice to make. Um Yeah, I mean I think both parties are totally to blame for where we're at and it's it's really hard to see a way forward with this two-party or no-party system, however you want to look at it. Let's hear from Hassan Al-Tayyab next.
1: Bernie Sanders changed America forever. He has inspired millions of people to take action and get involved for possibly the first time. He got a whole generation of people to believe that they could make a difference in a really broken political system, and for that, our entire country owes him a debt of gratitude. I really believe that he's won the ideological battle in so many ways and has pushed the country to really uh, to really think critically about money and politics, uh, the universal health care, the fact that uh, education should be something that everybody gets and also that we should be ending our endless wars. So anyway, just want to extend my, my debt of gratitude, a huge debt of gratitude to Bernie Sanders for all that he's done. And I know this isn't the end for our, our movement.
0: Thanks, Hassan. I really needed to hear that right now because I don't want it to be the end. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a hard day, folks. Um, let's hear from Kent Smith.
3: Thank you, Bernie Sanders. History will look upon you as one of the greats, and generations to come will wonder how this generation got it so incredibly wrong.
0: Thanks, Kent. Yeah, it is really interesting to contemplate how this era we're living in will be uh, written about in the history books. Um, Next we have Lisa Peck.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Lisa Peck. My heart hurts today, but we can't let this get us down, and I understand why Bernie dropped out of the race. We need to move forward. We need to continue to fight for what we believe in. Thanks, Shauna.
0: Thank you, too, Lisa. Lisa's a doctor um, fighting for Medicare for All up in Lake County, Illinois. Um, So I'm hearing a lot of, you know, grief and mourning, anger, um, anger at the Democratic Party, um, and just sadness. And I totally understand how everyone's feeling and however you're feeling is okay. Um, There's no real right way to grieve um, or mourn. Um, I think one thing I wanted to mention was also there are um, campaigns happening that aren't partisan, um, also that are highlighting a lot of the struggles that we're all going through as working class folks. And I just want to give a shout out to the Poor People's Campaign, which um, full disclaimer, I am on the Coordinating Committee for the Illinois Poor People's Campaign, but please check out www.poorpeoplescampaign.org. We're a nonpartisan campaign fighting to Um, you know, end the war economy, end ecological destruction, um, end the false moral narrative that both Democrats and Republicans use to enact policy violence on poor folks. Um, We're fighting to end voter suppression. Um, So, And we're fighting to end systemic racism. And we're just we're doing a lot and it's a nonpartisan group. And it's really like the, it's the coolest group of people, the nicest group of people to work with on stuff. And I think it's really got the potential for a long lasting movement because it's not about this like tribalism sort of my party versus your party. Like it's not about the soap opera of politics. It's really about doing the work and making demands and being strategic. So definitely check that out and the Illinois Poor People's Campaign for those of you who are here in Illinois. Um, But that's all I have for today. I am so excited that people called in and left messages because I've been wanting to use this Anchor platform in this way, and I hope people will continue. Um, You can just go to anchor.fm forward slash the Shauna East, that's T H E. And then my name, S H A N A E A S T. And you can just click the button that says message and you can leave a message and I can, you know, use that in a later podcast. So definitely do that. And please amplify this uh, podcast episode on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever. TikTok. I've never used it, but why not? Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm so glad to hear from you guys. This has been like the happiest day of my confinement in a way because I'm hearing from folks and I I do feel optimistic that what's happening right now, as tragic and criminal as it may be, I think it's illustrating a lot of our societal ills and, you know, breaks in the foundation and systemic issues that we're going to have to figure out how to organize um, our way through once this pandemic is over and people can breathe again, but thank you so much for being here. This is the day 15 podcast and I'm Shana East. Take care, everyone. Bye.